everybody and welcome back to advanced kayak angler uh there's a show where you're going to find out like the absolute details usually on um technique specific things sometimes we'll go into other things but this week we're going to be talking about jerk baits and we have two of the best jerk bait anglers kayak anglers in the absolute country uh go ahead and bring them in not waste any time here we got rolando nandine hopefully i said that right and uh hey. yeah hey guys I, hey. I can't hear you, Dan. Oh, okay. We'll hear. And the other person is Chuck Wise. Can you hear me okay now? How's it going? Hey, Chuck, I can hear you, but I don't think I can hear Dan. Huh. Can you hear him? I can hear Dan, yep. Okay, I can hear you, but I can't hear Dan. Huh, that's weird. No, hmm. nothing? Still can't hear me? But I hear Chuck. <laughs> well, why the heck is that? All right. Uh can you hear me now? Yep, I can hear you now. Ah, how about that StreamYard <laughs> little glitch? <laughs> Took myself out and put myself back in. Now you can hear me. That's crazy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we're going to talk about jerk baits tonight. Uh, we'll do some intros first. Uh, Chuck, tell everybody who you are, man. Uh, Chuck Wise. You know, I've been fishing for a long time. I've uh, been kayak fishing for, I don't even know, it's at least 2012 or earlier. Uh, so I've been doing it for a while and, you know. I love it. <laughs> there you go. Fished on the Auburn team. Yeah. Part of the, the KFL current and reigning KFL champion, Kusa King Fishers. Me too. That's right. But, yeah. And <laughs> all right, Rolando, how about you, man? Yeah, uh, Rolando Nandine here. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I've been fishing since I was a kid. Been doing a lot of, you know, grew up fishing, bank fishing, and then uh, didn't get into the kayak scene really until about 2016. And then uh, I think I fished my first tournament in 2017 uh, here in, in uh, Texas, the Cats tournaments, they used to call them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, kind of uh, went up through there. And, and then I got into the, the whole national deal, right? So started doing the, some of the national events. I wish I could do a little bit more, but limited with the, the work and stuff. But, uh, yeah, just been here fishing. Pretty much since I was a kid, do the tournament scene as uh, 2017, and uh, didn't jump into the national deal until I think it was 19, 2019, and uh, been fishing. You know, I started off with a little small kayak from Academy type of deal, and then uh, you know, uh, I swore I'd, I wouldn't spend five thousand dollars on a kayak, and and that changed like immediately after I tried it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> what what, so, what what kind of kayak are you in now? I'm in a Hobie Pro, Pro Angler 14, uh, 360, yeah. PGA 360. Two big graphs? Because you have live one. scope, right? Yeah, I only use one graph. Um, yeah. I don't think I'll be ever going to two graphs as of yet. I don't really see a, a need for it on my kayak, yeah. but um, who knows? We'll see. Time will do you tell. Have, do you have your graph out front? Or to, I have a PA, too, is why I ask. Graph <clears> in the front or to the side? No, for my style of fishing, it wouldn't work to have it in the front. So I keep it very close to my left yeah. out of the way. Um, I do a lot of skipping. Uh, if I'm fishing docks, I can't have anything in front of me. I know. I, I can't either. Like, yeah. It's the same way with bow-mounted trolling motor. I love to skip and everything else. I, it just I, – I, I can't get over that. Like, I, I know Chuck yeah. has one, but I'm like – I don't, I don't get it, man. No, it, it just depends on your styles. I think, uh, like, for me, it just does not work. I would hit whatever's in the front up there, like, all day long, broken rods. I mean, 
you know, uh, and, and especially if it's a, a fishing uh, fishery that has a lot of docks, I definitely, it'd, it'd be really difficult for me to do that with something in the way up there. I, I know some of the show we're going to be bumping up against live scope is kind of why I asked about electronics. Is that a Garmin? I'm Garmin. Yep. Yeah. Chuck too. You, yep. you want to tell them everything you got, Chuck? Yeah, I got a Titan uh, 10.5. Man, I've had it for, I guess, going on three years now. And it's yeah. it's a 2016 boat, so it's old. Uh, made quite a few repairs on it, but it, it's still kicking. I think I can get one more year out of it, and then, <laughs> and then I'll get something else. But, uh, uh, yeah, I got the uh, I got the, the, the XI3. Uh, mm-hmm. I keep it down pretty low, so uh, yeah, I, really, I, I don't, I don't uh, really ever worry about hitting that. I skip a lot of docks, too. Uh, and then I got the uh, I had the ninety three SV last year, but this year I made a small little upgrade to the to the one hundred six. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got now. It's it it is completely completely different. Yeah, it's much much nicer for sure. It's it's a great unit. But. Yep. Why why y'all talking bad about my ninety three? Hey, the ninety three <laughs> has a special place in my heart. I like I like it. Yeah. A lot. The, no, the ninety three is actually a really good unit for the price. Um. But when you make that jump and you get that, it doesn't look like a big deal. But if you get that little extra inch on there, uh, it really helps with side scan, for oh, me yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah and and, and, and when, when you're talking about, yeah, when you're talking about the graphics too, like to be able to actually see things, it, it's a lot more clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, right. man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? In November, wait for November though, because those things go on sale. Yeah. So, but then you'll yeah. have some brand new thing come back on the show and then tell me how awesome that is. <laughs> no, it, it just it is what it is. I, I I thought about going to two and everything else. I just I don't know. I, I keep my net like in the sail mount. Yep. I have a, a rotor grip, and that's where I keep my net, like right in front of me. I I just I love my like I feel like I have my whole setup so perfect and so I have everything lined out exactly how I want it. I just I don't think I want them graphs up there. It seems like it. Uh, maybe I'm just fat, but like reaching over to to change them all the time. Well, you know that to me, it it really it really affects my style because when I go practice, I use the side scan a lot, mm. and so I that's too far for me to go put a waypoint or mark a brush pile for yeah. me. And so, like, and honestly, in practice, sometimes I'm. I'm literally just gunning sometimes in practice and just looking, looking, looking for things. I'm not even fishing. Like, I'm just looking for things, and I'm marking stuff. So it would be so inefficient for me to have it way up there where I can't touch it, you know? Yeah, you'd be leaning over all the time. Yeah, but like I said, it, it's just style. I think it depends how you practice and, you, yeah. you know, how you do things. So for me, it just – it does. it's not efficient for my style. Okay. All right, so we'll go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Chuck. I, I have mine on my right side. Because with the Titan, the handle's on the left. Oh, okay, so, yeah. But that's the only thing. Gotcha. I've, I've had it on both sides of my, um, I mean, I'm right-handed, but I had it. It was kind of the same way in the old, the out of Big Water, you know, the Predator, Big Water. And I, it was on my right side. I can't remember why I did that. I, there was some reason. It must have I, been the handle or something. <laughs> there she is. Hey there. Say, hey, CC. Hey, <laughs> there's a and, bunch yeah. of sharp books over here. Baby on board. <laughs> yeah, I had it on my right side too, man. But I had to move it. Uh, when I first first started, I had it on the right, and I moved it because 
uh, specifically because of jerk baits. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh the yeah. Yep. And so like I I well you know I don't have the luxury to doing it downwards because some a lot of times you're sitting down. Yeah. But since I'm 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 right-handed and I re- so my I'm holding the rod and reel with my left. I, I can't do it on this side, so I got to do it to the right side, and it would be in my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely have to work around it a little bit. Like yeah. between my 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 motor guide and and the graph, I can work it. Yeah. And then if my boat turns a little bit, I go behind the graph and I work it like that. And then you know I'll do the the the, the backhand working it too. And then yeah, yeah. Most time, I, most time I can stand up. You know, if if I'm not scoping around, I'll stand up, and then there's no issue. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Ooh, what was that? Oh, all right. Someone so else I, joining in? Yeah, I, I hope it don't restart or something. <laughs> yeah. You never know. All right, so we'll go ahead and talk about the baits. Um, like what? Just give us a rundown of what baits you're you're keeping it. I mean, I will say some some shows we have like Ned Rig and Shaky Heads. Those things I'm well versed. I feel like I I'm an advanced level. I am a novice whenever, easily novice at best, whenever it comes to jerkbait fishing. You can't throw everything that you have in the box, but I carry a few, just not many, maybe four or five, just whenever I know. Like, it's the exact right situation. Chuck's holding up, like, an entire jerkbait box. I have yeah. I have three boxes that, yeah, that so I do carry. I. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is half full of jerkbaits, and this is, like, at least two slots full of jerkbaits, and then the whole other one. All right, yeah. talk, you, you got them. Talk, talk about which baits you're throwing, man, uh, and and why. Well, like, what's the difference? I mean, the whole thing, colors, hooks, how you want it to fall. Because I've seen so many videos where you want it to sus- like perfectly suspend some, like Hank Cherry, want mm-hmm. the back end to fall, like that was his thing yep. at the classic. Um, I, I That's don't the deal I, with his jerk bait. Yeah, I don't understand all of this. Please explain it. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. try to learn you something, Dan. Please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chuck, if you want to go first, that's fine too, or I can go first. It don't matter. Oh, uh, I mean, well, where do you want to start again? Just what what baits we're using? Yeah, what baits? I guess Brands. and why? Like what? Where? Like when are you throwing one over another? You know what that action that you're looking for? What whatever it is, why you throw that bait? Well, I'll start with my number one favorite. I always start with it. Uh, mainly the color, the the size can vary, but it's a Mega Bass One Ten Plus One in the, the plus one right? yeah the are the plus one junior this is the smaller size yep. uh this is uh gp stain reaction ob you gotta have the orange belly dan yeah you do um yep. this it, it probably looks familiar i'm pretty sure it's the one that hank cherry did so well in that uh gunnersville classic uh but just if you don't know anything going to a lake uh you can't beat that color uh or that size um, you know, I have the the regular 110, the 110 junior, uh, plus one. Uh, I have those as well in that same color. But uh, 90 that's all around good. If I'm starting, and I don't know anything. I'm throwing this one right here. That 110 uh, Mega Bass Vision 110 uh, plus one junior. All right. Yeah. So, so why why that one over Spro stick or the I'm a Flint or the all the other, you know, six cents provoke all the other ones out there. Why is that one the deal? So I've used a ton of jerk baits, and uh, Rolando, I'm sure you have too. But yeah, you, you kind of fall on your favorite ones. Um, I'm not brand loyal, so I can throw them all. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of good ones. The Hank Cherry one's good too. 
Uh, this one suspends perfectly um, in all water, water temperatures as far as I have seen. Uh, anywhere from 90 degrees to 45 degrees. It's mm -hmm. going to sit there perfectly still. Um, so that's pretty key, uh, especially if you're if they're lethargic or they're not really active. You can you can sit that bait in front of their face without it sinking a little bit or or floating. Uh, so that's in my opinion that's pretty key uh, for just finding a bite. If if they if you're trying to find out if if they're biting a jerk bait, I mean you can't go wrong with just starting there. Uh, it's mega bass. It's expensive, but it's it's expensive for a reason because it catches fish. <laughs> Rolando, how about you, man? Man, I have to agree with Chuck. Um, I I've been throwing a lot of jerk baits too, and I tried. You know, I, when I when I first started, I I was I was using the uh, the Rapala ones, and then uh, then I discovered, of course, the the uh, the Mega Bass ones. And I've used the Jackal. I've used the uh, you know Lucky Craft, and there's a bunch of them I've tried, and a lot of them are good. But there is something about that Mega Bass that just mm, when when I mean, I've literally swapped jerk baits out, and they're not even like committing to it. And I swap it out to a, jer a mega bass junior, and it, it they commit, and it's like, yep. and I just I think what it, it the design of how of how it jerk I I think it just it has a better dart motion than a lot of the jerk baits, um, but there are upset there are times that it does not work, but more times than not it does, yep. and it's probably the one you want to start with um that is my that is my go-to as well is the mega bass junior um i use the junior size over the regular size more often um a lot Same of it here. for me has to do with the way they eat it they just i have a better hookup ratio with the junior because if they if they eat it sideways crossways they get it in fully engulfed where the other one's a little bit longer and it could you know kind of sometimes get them on the outside or it doesn't go all the way in. So I get a bit of hookup ratio with the junior than I do with the regular size. Uh, the plus one, I particularly use that one 90% of the time because um, I'm usually fishing that 8 to 10 foot water. Yep. So I really don't. I mean, I, I do have uh, times that I do throw the shallower ones, but, man, it's just, it's rare. Uh, <clears throat> in the Depending on your water temperature, the, obviously, the colder the water, the more dense it is. But like Chuck said, that that jerkbait suspends pretty well in pretty much all water temps. So I usually do like to sink mine sometimes. Um, and sometimes I'll use uh, the Hank Cherry one, which he likes to sink his. And his, his out-of-the-box sinks right away. So it the sinking part of it, I think it's better in more hot, like warmer waters than it is in cold water. Like yep. for me, at least, it's I've noticed that they don't really like it too, too much when it sinks and when it's really cold versus when it's warm, it's the sink actually works better than the, than the suspend. Yep. <clears throat> That's kind of what um, yeah. And then so, you know, thankful for uh, LiveScope because LiveScope allows you to see their reaction and you can really tell whether you need to change color or not. Uh, a lot of the times I find myself using the jerkbait, obviously, in clear water, but the more you use it and the more you get better with it, and especially if you combine it with live scope, then water clarity doesn't matter. Like you can literally throw it in stained water and just put it in front of the fish. And it's a lot of the times they'll eat it. So yep. can't really, you don't have that luxury when you don't have live scope because you're kind of blind casting and just hoping that, you know, you're casting in an area that has a high, um, 
uh, percentage of fish, you know. And a lot of the times when you see these big fish caught these days with jerk baits, it's a combination of live scope and jerk baiting. Uh, jerk baiting in, in general, before live scope, really wasn't known for a big fish catcher. Like you just caught a lot of fish on it, and occasionally you would catch a big fish here and there. But the reason you've seen the jerk bait just is, is you know, you got to thank uh, Patrick uh, Walters. He yeah. kind of put it on the on the uh, radar there, what it could do when you combine it with the front, so, uh, you know, the front sonar. So um, that's why now you're starting to see a lot more people using it. Um, but there, there's a cadence, there's a, and there's a time to use certain jerk baits. Uh, practice is really what I would suggest for most people to, to do with it because yeah. it, it can be a tedious lure. And then also, if you don't have the right com combo, man, it will wear you out yeah. uh, unless yeah. you have the right combo. So if you have the right combo, man, you can jerk bait all day long. Um, but usually that means a lighter rod. That means a lighter reel, Expensive. and that usually means, you know, dollar signs. Yeah. <laughs> so are, are there a couple of colors that you would suggest, like, you know, if people are just getting started? So, or... yeah, I do. The pearl blue is, like, a must. Got to have yep. That's like the green pumpkin of jerkbaiting. Yeah, you got to have pearl blue. You got to have stain reaction. Uh, I, have, I have pearl for that, like, that... The French pearl. Yeah, the French pearl for that dirty yeah, water. Yeah, stained water. Yep. yep. Gotta have that. Um, and then I also have um spawn cherry is a color I actually have learned to is it really this no, no, no. It's okay. like a it almost looks like your uh stain reaction, except it has a little bit of a glitter, like a pinkish in it. Almost oh, yeah. like a morning dawn type of style that it tries to give to it. Oh, kind of like oh, yeah, this one right here. Think? Yeah, that actually that is your um, that's Northern Lights. Northern Lights, yeah. Yep. It's kind of like that one, but uh, yep. it has a little more pinkish in it. Is there a, like if somebody can't afford the Mega Bass, is there one? Is it the Stona, the one that you would say is like the budget model or Smithwick? I guess. Or? No, Stona is a completely different because it sinks. Yeah. So so much. Um, so much. Yeah. What I, I'd probably say, man, the Lucky Craft is really good. The pointer. The pointer. Um, then you have, so I think the Jackal re-range is in that $15 range, right? I don't know. Or is it 20 Can't hear you, Chuck. Yeah, they. Um, I, I've seen some people post about that. Um, I know what, Cliff? Um, Cliff Pace out of Mississippi. I know he's on a jackal team, jackal team, but he he was talking about how good it is. Yeah, the ja the jackal. It's because the jackal. What it does is when it instead of like darting left and which it does, it darts, but it has like a roll to it. So mm. it it's a little bit different, and it could be you know, it it just gives them a little bit of a different look. You know what they're used to because a lot of people are throwing the mega bass. You know, every when I first got on the mega bass. It was ridiculous. You could throw it, and it just they couldn't resist it. Now you're starting a little bit. You're starting to see a little more resistance to it. It's, it, you know, just like can you hear me? front sonar. Yeah, we can hear you now. I don't know. I was just telling uh, Dan Chuck that, uh, uh, you know, when I first started throwing the mega bass, it was just it was like it was crazy. They were just it was in, it was irresistible to the fish. I would get bites on it like just consistently. But over the years, I feel like they're kind of growing a little. Uh, little more used to it like it 
it takes a little bit more than it used to before it was just it was crazy you just throw it out there and it's like guaranteed almost yeah when but, i first started throwing a jerk bait it was before I even got live scope, and that's when I kind of got addicted to it. Even like before I got live scope, like I would just throw yeah. it around anything and everything, you know, points, docks, rocks, and it was like uh, almost guaranteed. And and I was you, you could catch a ton of fish, and you know sometimes you get lucky with some quality, like uh, Rolando said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's definitely it, it seems like it. They have to be in the perfect mood now to 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 come up and eat and eat your lure. Uh, yeah, I just think because so many people are are throwing it now. Yeah, there's a lot of people throwing it now, so it's slightly losing its effectiveness. But uh, you know, just like anything else, you gotta find ways to like you know, a lot of people fish jerk baits shallow. Um, well, you know, I fish them deep sometimes, and you can get those deep fish out of there. Um, you know, and you combine it with brush with you know fishing on brush balls with live scope. That's the only way you can get away with fishing it deep. Um, and and that that works very effectively, but yep. it you know um, you you start getting into these national tournaments and you start competing with these people that are like really really good. They, yeah. They're all doing we're all doing the same stuff. Like everybody knows the, the same tricks and things. So it's hard to find any special area where you just feel like you just are slaying them now because every bait gets used now. And it's hard to, you know, they're losing their effectiveness. At least that, at least that's what's for me. Like this year, the the jerk bait bite has been a, a bit tougher for me. Yeah, I, it's it's been a little strange for sure. Yeah. Like it's not an all day bite anymore. It's more like one here, one there. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a group of them here, uh, but you can't. No, it, two it, years ago, man, you could just put me with the jerk bait all day long, every season, all year long. And it was just like nonstop. It's like crazy. Three... It changed that quick, huh? Yeah, because I feel like what we're in twenty three. Um, yeah. In twenty, I mean, I was using it at all the events, and I, I mean, every time I put 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 a live scope or see a brush pile, I mean, I, I would almost guaranteed every time it was like ninety five percent chance that I was going to catch whatever I was looking at. It's not like that anymore. And that that's just getting them to come out. Yep. Come out. Yep. Yeah. I I always saw it more. uh, Whenever I think brush pile, I think like hitting it. You know, like now bait or 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 yeah. A lot of the times you could see them like suspending around it, or if they're like buried inside, you can, you know, you get it through there. Sometimes they'll come out and 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 kind of explore things. You know. Okay. So I and now I I guess. We'll go to line. What what kind of line are you using? I guess a whole, the whole line rod reel setup, the whole deal. Yeah, I, I mean I can go first. I have a, yeah. I have a, um, I've gone through a lot of rods actually, and I finally landed. Um, I tried the six eight, six nine, six ten, uh, and I finally landed on a seven foot, and mm. I really like the seven foot, uh, because mainly because I like to fish it offshore. And I do I do fish it deep, and I and I like to get a really really long cast, and I get a better cast with that seven footer. And most of the times I'm sitting down, so I'm jerking off, I'm jerking it to the right versus, so you know, yeah. And then and the line size, I do throw it on a little bit higher size than uh, twelve pounds is what I throw it on. But that's only because I I throw that jerk bait into into some heavy stuff sometimes, like around trees, um, <clears throat> or if I'm going if I'm targeting bigger fish, like if I'm at Lake Fork. 
I'm throwing it on 12 pounds and I'm, you know, cause those, I want to, I want to be able to pull on Get those fish, yeah. you know? And, uh, but ideally, um, the jerk bait does work better on that eight to 10 pound test line and clear water. It, it really does work better. And I, and I've seen it where you get more bites on the lighter line than you do on the 12 pound test. But whenever I'm throwing it in stained water, it doesn't play a huge role and I can get, and I, and I feel a little safer when I'm targeting those, you know, six, seven pounders, you know, yeah, you mind saying the brand, the, the brand of line. Yeah. The yeah. Whole. The brand. I use Seaguar, uh, in Vizix, um, yeah. for it. Um, I've tried the other lines, but the, anytime you try to use like an abrasive line resistant, they're too stiff. Yeah. And I found that Invisix has the right, just the right like flexibility in the line, and it also um, and it's strong enough. So, yeah, you know that's what I like. I usually, you know, if you try to throw it like on a Brasix or something, that line's too stiff, and it holds a lot of memory. And those are good for like maybe you know when you're flipping into things and stuff like that. So, you need a little flexibility in the line, especially as you go up in poundage, right? I wouldn't throw a jerk bait anything more than 12 pounds, but I mean, I'm sure there's a, a off scenarios that you may use 14, 15 for it if you're fishing super shallow and crazy stuff. But uh, really, I have it on 12 pound most of the time. And then if I find that I, they're not reacting to it and I'm fishing clear water, I'll I'll change the reel out and I put one that I carry that has like 10 or 8 pounds test line, and I throw it on a seven medium. I was about to ask. Seven medium, uh, medium rod. It's a custom rod. May, it's a it's a North Fork blank, uh, J Rod custom builds here in uh, San Antonio made it for me, and uh, the reel I use is uh, the Aldebaran MGL. I use the Aldebaran because it's a lighter spool, it's a shallower spool, man, and you can cast the lightest lures super far with that thing. I've yet to try another reel. I've had one, I've had other reels, but I'm a big Shimano and Daiwa, yeah. but. Um, I lean a lot more towards Daiwa now. Yeah, he, have... he's Shimano and I'm Daiwa. <laughs> yep. And and but I cannot find a Shim, a Daiwa that performs as well as the Aldebaran. And there's there's no there's no replacing that one right now. So, what 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 gear ratio do you use? I think that one is a seven something. Seven. Yeah, it's a seven, and I throw it's twelve pound test line. It has a short because it has it has a, sh a shallower spool, and. Uh, and you can cast that sucker really far. That real that rod also has the micro guides on it, mm. and I didn't think I was gonna like them, but it really works well with that line and those light lures with the micro guides. But those are like custom micro guides. They're like pretty heavy duty style. So, man, I can it in the wind. I can be like offshore in like 15, 13, 14 mile wind, and then with like 20 gusts. And that's the beauty about the Mega Bass has that transfer weight system. Man, I can chunk that sucker, and I won't even get any um, uh, backlash, and it just cuts right through the wind. Mm. Um, but if you throw other jerk baits that don't have a transfer weight system, you, you dude, it's the old. You won't be able to fish it effectively in the wind. There you go. And there I always go. and I always fish my jerk baits against the wind, yeah. um, so I'm casting into the wind. If it's super windy, the Shimano one. It's got the, the call, I guess the cast boost or whatever. It's oh yeah. A, those are good. I use that. It's I, a, I, uh, like a tungsten slide in there and these cast really, really well in the wind too. 
Um, I haven't played yeah. with the. Um, I own a whole bunch of those. I ordered the Shimano um, Flash boosters or whatever they're called. I can't remember. Yep. Uh, I but I actually World Flash Minnow. World Flash Minnow. I yeah. haven't actually used them enough, um, and I have a whole bunch of them. But freaking use the Mega Bass so much more often, right? But uh, I can't yeah. really tell you, Chuck. If you used them, I don't know. I'd like to hear your opinion on them. Yeah, uh, they're 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 good. They suspend well. Uh, they have a deeper one, uh, but I just have some shallow ones right here. Mm -hmm. uh, if if it's super clear water, it's amazing because that little twitcher. There's like a, a like a piece of foil yeah, inside, foil. and it's suspended with two springs, and this you don't even have to move it, and it just sits there. I don't and know. And it's if, flashing. Yeah, I don't know if you guys yeah. can see it, but it's it's it, it's it's crazy looking. Uh, and it comes with the uh, Aaron Martin's hooks, the the yeah, those Gama, are the, the G Finesse. It comes with those stocks. So, uh, yeah, another good solid uh, choice for jerk bait. Yeah. Um, do do y'all change out those mega bass hooks? I know some they're like love or hate. I do. I'll, I'll let you buy I'll, a twenty-five dollar, twenty-five dollar lure, and then I know they that, that's that yeah. they're, they're pretty they skimpy on that man. But those hooks are good. Don't get me wrong; they're super sticky. Um, but I don't use those if I'm going to like fork and I'm trying to catch seven, eight, nine pounders. I'm too, and yeah, I'll I'll swap them out. I'll use the Aaron Martin ones or uh there's there's another japanese brand i can't even think of the name right now that i order um ryugi i think order mm, makes yeah, some makes some and i use those and i i swap them out I, I keep i'm cheap so i keep my stock hooks until they mess up and then i'll change them out to like chief finesse or whatever <laughs> but there there is no sharper hook than those stock hooks i'll tell you that those yeah. things are so sharp yeah but uh i'm afraid of them to because they're, you can easily bend them out if on big fish. On little fish, you're okay. But, like, you catch a 7-8, and it starts to run towards, like, a tree or something. I mean, I, I start getting scared because when I first had those, I would get some where I would net them, and I was like, oh, my gosh. It already had opened up, like, two two of them, you know? <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I keep my drag kind of – or not set – not locked down, but enough to yeah. give – and. I just kind of, if there is brush around, you just kind of have to hope and, and play the fish around and and not yeah. try not to get hung up. But luckily, if you do get hung up in something, those hooks will pull through. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, that's the good thing about them. Yeah. But, you... uh, I have all I have five combos here that that I that I have used. Uh, right now, my favorite one. This guy. My favorite one is this setup right here. Uh, it's a Zodius six ten medium light. Um, with a Shimano Scorpion, uh, okay. ten pound fluoro. Uh, that's 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 a good one right now. But I also have you know everyone's favorite, what's most known, the X Pride six ten medium. Yep. Uh, with the outer bar outer baron on there too. So. Yeah. Uh, See. Yeah. So Chuck's. Yeah. He passes. You, he passes you can't the... go wrong. You can't go wrong <laughs> with that setup. But for I know I know there's some guys who love throwing it on a spinning rod, and and that's totally fine. Um, if you like that stuff, but you I do have rod? get out of here. Yeah, this is like my one of my two rods. It's a six nine medium, uh, but I do have the Stratic on there, so you can throw a jerk bait on that with, with the Phoenix one. feather, right? Yeah, it's a Phoenix feather. That's uh, super that. light. Uh, and the thing that's like like uh, like Rolando said, the thing that's in common with all these rods is they're super light. Uh, they they balance well in your hand, and uh, they have a fast tip. It's 
very important to have a fast tip, yep. uh, in my opinion, because you want the tip to to move quickly or quicker so that you get that darting action with that jerkbait. But you also don't want to have a medium heavy or a too heavy of a rod because you'll pull those hooks pull, pull the hooks right out. Yeah. So it's it, it it it's very hard to find a good rod that has both of those those mixes, like something that'll give, but something that's quick enough, you know. Uh, and um, I think that's you know all of that said that we're everything we're talking about is what's kept people never wanting to use a jerk bait because it's. Yep. It's one of the it's, it's one of the techniques. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the techniques that it's there's a lot of little components to make that technique effective, like really effective. Um, and Dan, here's yep. one for you too. The Corrado six ten medium. It's hundred fifty dollars, I think, and I bought this out of Baron from some guy in Japan for like less than two hundred bucks. So you you can get budget gear. And still be able to be effective with a jerk bait, um, but yep. keep that keep that one in your mind, Dan. I know you don't want to jump into it, but I'm telling you, you need to throw it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't have a dedicated jerk bait rod. I have a like a seven foot medium. It's a Loomis G2 that I use for some Hank, other Hank Cherry, baits, He uses that, a that, that, that's what I'll throw it on too. I think Hank Cherry uses a seven foot medium heavy on 14 pound test, so you can. Yeah, you know, Rolando uses a seven foot, so you can use a seven foot, man. Yeah, I, I throw mine with twelve, but yeah. it's a, so you use ten normally, Chuck. Yeah, I would say ninety percent of the time I use ten, unless I go to like a like a grass lake, like Gunnersville, I'll bump it up to like not not really to fight the fish because there's bigger fish, but to keep it above that grass. Um, I think Rolando mentioned that earlier. You know, twelve pound is is a good good choice it'll probably keep you up about a foot higher than what you would go on 10 and 14 uh i know some guys that use 14 to 15 pound test um you know if they're like uh around giant fish or they want to keep it really shallow mm-hmm. that's totally fine too yeah we, we don't have too many of them big bigs like rolando's talking about oh yeah <laughs> in central Alabama. Over, there, over there in texas man yeah. i know we get spoiled man sometimes when i leave when you know i've left texas to go fishing and i'm like Gosh darn it! I'm past catching all these 16, 17s, and everybody's like, "Dude, that's a good fish here." Yeah, and I'm really? like, "Yeah." yeah. And I was like, that, <laughs> like, "Freaking Texas has a spoiled." <laughs> I think Chuck, did did you catch that uh, the one at Oak Mountain on a jerkbait? Yeah, yeah. Chuck uh, caught a, a a lake that has three I fish. Caught, he, he found the one, one the one twenty four inch in there. That's a yeah, so yeah. Th- that the water was stained that day, or it was more than stained. So. I remember that I bought this bright red jerk bait. It's a it's a stunner. I don't yep. know. I can't remember the name, but it's it's like a, a red ugly. a red tiger. But I have it, that one too. I, yeah. I've never thrown it. it. It's the same premise as having a, a a bright white one. You know, it's just a solid color. Mm-hmm. You know, red kind of pops out like a white in muddy water. Uh, but the fish can see it better, so that's that's kind of why I was throwing that one. And I was trying, I was testing it out too, uh, so I just kind of got lucky and, and saw that fish, threw at it, and dude, it came up and it is it didn't hesitate. It, it was a that was a big fish. And and you used Chuck, you used the live scope, you said right? Uh yeah yeah. Uh, I, I started yeah. out not using it. Yeah. Uh, and it was just as effective throwing jerk. You can you can literally throw a jerk bait anywhere, uh, except for maybe yeah. two places which is shallow grass. There's flukes for that. 
uh, and uh, what, there was one other place, um, like, a, like if it's super, super muddy water. Uh, now you can be in like, like around like a less, about a foot is about a foot of visibility is about where it kind of yeah, cuts yeah. off and, and it gets a little harder. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, even if you don't have live scope, which I know a lot of guys still don't. Um, hey, CC. It's a, good, CC. it's a good. It's a good way. Here's CC's to... jerkbait rod. it's a good way to catch numbers and if you're like just you go to a lake that's clear and it's tough man it throw that sucker on eight ten pound test line and you'll catch a limit yeah you know what i mean and then and then you can work towards you know bigger fish but um uh and then the lighter lures like there are lighter jerk baits that i throw like the small there's smaller jerk baits that sometimes i'll throw which is like uh that are smaller than the mega bass junior hmm. i think it's the mega bass hannah i think it's called i know there's a, a trick bit. a trick darter i know there's that one yeah there's a little bit it's a little bit smaller than a junior okay um, and it it's really good too but those you would want to throw kind of like on a spinning cast because they get they start getting real light mm-hmm. um i and still that- actually that that's that, just trying to get more bites. Yeah, it's just to get more bites. Um, you know, there's been times where the size of the profile of the bait fish that are around, mm-hmm. like I've I've been sometimes throwing in. If you want to kind of match the hatch, I, I downsize a little bit to that three inch size, and uh, there are times that you know I've noticed oh, downsizing it it makes a difference. Um, hmm. So th- I just have all sizes when it comes to jerk baits, the three inch, the the regular junior and then the bigger ones. Um, and then I even have some bigger ones too. The, the, the lucky crap. Yeah. yeah. The yeah big pointer. The, the katana is a, is the mm-hmm. mega bass one. That's like six inches long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like any, uh, basically hard jerk bait is three to six inches long. You know, yep. that's, that's about what I would consider anything bigger than that. And you're getting in some kind of a different lure. I think <laughs> if you're fishing for musky or something. Yeah. And I, I always recommend if someone's getting into this jerk bait and they really want, and, and they don't have live scope, I would make sure that you throw it only when it's clear water because you're going to, once yeah. you start getting into that stained water, you're not going to, you're not going to find it as effective unless you're pairing it up with your sonar where you're actually seeing where you're throwing it, you know? And, and if you're wanting to just get into it, you don't have to invest in mega bass. Uh, yeah. I have, I have a couple proven uh, like cheaper brands uh, like the H2O, the Academy brand. Uh, it's five ninety nine. You can get you a couple of them, throw it around. If you lose it, whatever. But it's it's it suspends pretty well, and uh, and it's a it's a pretty good lure. Man, uh, you know I've never bought the Academy brand ones, but yeah. when I go look at them, I'm like, man, some of these, some of those look like they're kind of the same profiles, like yeah. some of the high end yeah. ones. So I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it if you held that up and it was like that that looked like a mega bass. <laughs> yeah, like the the. For the guys listening on the podcast or that, that aren't watching on YouTube, what it, I have a top one. It's a Mega Bass 110, and yeah. the Academy, they're the same, almost the same exact uh, uh, blank, yeah. which also leads me to you can hand paint your own. You can buy blanks from, you know, these random stores mm-hmm. and hand paint jerkbaits. Uh, another good one for, like, a cheaper brand. Is the thirteen fishing? Oh yeah, uh, whi- whippersnapper. Yep. They have a deep and a shallow diving, and it's six ninety nine. 
I mean, that is actually that. a really good one. Um, um, one that surprised me was the Guggen. I know, I know everybody has talked crap about the Guggen, but I've probably caught more fish on this, just like going down the bank, throwing it, not caring, than, than a lot of these, these other baits. Uh, it, it does pretty well. So there's options. You don't have to spend $25 on a jerk right. bait, uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's kind of my little spiel. Yeah, I think, I th yeah, he's right. Dude, jerk baits, the thing is, is if it looks pretty decent and it has the right shape, I don't like really bulky jerk baits. I like them yep. more uh, oh. streamlined. So you get one of those, and usually it's it's going to do pretty well. But But I will tell you that you start getting into big tournaments and, and you see fish that are not biting, you, you might want to have one or two in the box that are mega bass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my tournament jerk baits are the mega bass for sure. That's number one. Uh, and then I'll go to the uh, the stunna. And my favorite color in the stunna is hanky-panky. And it's, hanky the same, panky, yep. it, it's the same color as that uh, oh, uh, reaction, that stain yeah. reaction. Um. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm trying to get more confidence in the Shimano one, the the, the Flash Minnow or the World Minnow, whatever they call it. But uh, how, yeah. how much is that one? It's which one? The Shimano one. It's twenty dollars. So it, it's cheaper than the one ten. The 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 uh, the Stunna's fifteen, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, I've tried the Provoke, the Six Cents. Yeah, I'm with you. The yep. the same thing Rolando said. Like it, it, it made me kind of uh, crack up a little but i was fishing a tournament on at duck river and i was like oh, i want to try that they I, I got one of their new deep divers i was like i want to try it i was throwing it nothing they would kind of come up to it just swim off i literally tied this exact bait right here this 110 junior plus one caught that caught that same fish that turned away from it so i know for a fact that there is something i don't know exactly know what it is but there is something to uh, specific jerk baits. <laughs> yeah, do you think the big difference is because they're getting such good look at it? Like that, that's why it's a technique that, you know, like you might can catch one on with lesser equipment, lesser baits, but because they're getting such a good look at it, then, you know, and, and all those other things really mean success, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I think, ahead, uh, Robert. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, the detail that Mega Bass puts on those, I think it helps, of course. Um, and here's the deal with people, you know, you, you'll talk to people that will say, uh, like, oh, I catch fish, you know, all the time running the bank, and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, fluorocarbon or or, or uh, uh, braid. And this, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I was like, it, unless you're catching six-plus pounders all day long, then I can't argue with you, but once you start targeting bigger fish, like tournament winning fish, those fish didn't get big for being dumb. They observe a lot more than their little than little fish. Little fish, you can catch them all day long on all kinds of stuff. You can throw a twenty pound test line jerk bait, throw up there and catch a little one pounder, right? But your bigger fish, I feel like, definitely pay attention more to their surroundings. They're a lot more aware. Um, and they've probably, if they haven't gotten caught and put on a on a skillet, they've gotten released so many times that they're already conditioned to things. So time has taught them to be like a little more, you know, um, you know, to watch out for things in their environment. And they don't commit that very easy. So they have to be, not only do you have to fool them to make it look real, 
but it also has to have the right darting action. It just there has to be more realism for a bigger fish to commit. And the only time you catch a big fish in the hot mess of things, and it doesn't matter what you're throwing, is when they're feeding heavily and there's just a lot of commotion around, you know, and you're just running a bait by them and they're like, they're just caught up in the moment. But bigger fish, you definitely have to take more time with them. And maybe it's a dumb question, but do either of y'all also throw a spy bait? And when would you throw... Like, I, I have both in the box. I can't think of a time when I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw a spy bait over a jerk bait or vice versa. Either of y'all have anything uh, on that? I have thrown the spy bait, and I've thrown the, uh, you know, the Ber- is it the Berkeley one? Mm-hmm. I think I have the they one. Have That's one. the one. Yeah, I'm not a big spy bait person, but I have thrown them. Um, those I do know that you have to throw them on a lighter line. I, yeah. I tried, When the first time I tried throwing it on 12-pound, I'd never get bit. Yeah, I throw mine on the same setup as like a like a quarter ounce jig head and a two point eight kitek, like a spinning setup. Yeah, in inland lake, Dan. If you want to go get good at a spy bait, go to inland. Uh, see, I I throw them and I I don't know. I probably caught the, I might have four of them in my box, and I've probably caught six fish in my whole life on spy bait. So. That's it's usually like, what when they're really suspended, though, right? So yeah, I don't you, throw it a ton. But yeah. I'll, th- gotta, I'll throw a 2.8 over that. Yeah, you would have to like you got to know it's you know colder colder months when when you know the fish suspend right during the during the the fall late fall winter times you you're, that's when you're having your fish suspend a little bit more leaning into the spring when you scan over them and you see them and they're like in a little drop off and they're suspended perfectly and you know. They're doing everything we that the, the Bassmasters magazine tells us, right? And you know yeah. they're going to be there. If they're not roaming around a lot, you can consistently cast over there and just kind of get get that bait right through them, and kinda it'll down, work, yeah. and it'll catch them. But you, it's really when they're isolated in an area. That's not a good bait for when they're moving around chasing things. Like they yeah, ha- they yeah. have to be put somewhere. You know, at least that's been the times that I've thrown it. That's when I've really caught stuff when I know that they're. They're sitting somewhere and they're kind of just suspended. When they're roaming around and chasing stuff, you you need a little bit more of a erratic. You got to stand out more. So that's when your jerk baits are like the jackal. The jackal does really well when it's like uh, when they're feeding because you get a lot of flash out of that one, mm-hmm. a lot of roll. So yep. that that one gets their attention a lot. So that that one really works where in that scenario, um, the mega bass works really good when it's in isolated uh like brush piles or water or areas where there's not a lot going on it really works well because they'll observe that jerk bait and it just it, it has a lot of attention to detail so it, it fools them a little bit more than it does with the other ones gotcha there you go i'm glad i asked that question and <laughs> i've had two baits i really don't know much about but yeah I'm learning, so yeah no but, it's uh I, I gotta I gotta get um, some more jackals. I actually lost the the few that I've had, and I haven't had I haven't replaced them. But um, lately, Seems I've like been if, li- if you're going after brush piles, you're probably losing a few, huh? Mm, you know, I don't lose them so much in that. You know, where I lose them is when I forget to retie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yep. just like going and going, and then I I go to set the hook on one, and and then it just you know it'll <laughs> bust, and I'm like, 
gosh, I haven't retied it. <laughs> hmm. And it's so well, like with the jerking, the motions, besides just the, well, you let it sit for longer if it's colder. Like what, what are kind of your thoughts on that? Uh, for Texas, for me, I don't let it sit very long because our water temps really don't get like in the forties. It's rare unless I'm like this past year. And that was a situation in Dallas this past uh, Bassmasters event where it was snowing. I mean, it was crazy at night, not snowing, but it was frozen, you know, frozen. It was like in the teens. Um, but other than that, I'm not pausing very long unless that water's in the forties. Like if it's in the fifties, I'm pretty much doing one, two, three, stop, one, two, stop, one, two, three, stop, you know, um, that's all the way down to like 52, 53 water temps. Um, I don't get to see that many water temps below that. So I don't really sit there and wait like you normally read where it's like, yeah, I waited 15 seconds before the next, you know, jerk. I don't experience that here in Texas very much. It's yeah. mostly like a two second pause, three second pause for me. Yeah. I always start with just the normal like jerk, jerk pause. And I'll just repeat that. And then if, if I might change it up where I go like a jerk pause, uh, but I'm going to move it pretty quickly uh, yep. until I get a reaction out of something. Uh, and then I will tinker around with, do I let it sit? Do I move it quicker? Do I do three jerks this time? You know, I'll, I'll experiment. Like, and each fish is different. If anything, LifeScope's taught me with jerk baiting, every fish is different. And I can't remember the last time I let a jerk bait sit. You know, I, I was out fishing this afternoon today at Logan. Uh, uh, I think I caught two or three just in, in like an hour and a half. And it was 50 degree water temp. And I was, you know, to get them to commit, I didn't let it sit. I had to, you know, jerk, jerk, pause for like a split second and just keep jerking that thing. Uh, yeah. And that was that was just either that the mindset of that school of fish or those few fish right there. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, it can be different. Each part of the lake can be different. Each fish can be different. It's uh, you just kind of have to stick with one. Uh, people overthink it. I think a lot of the times and yeah. you just, just do it like fish a cadence that is kind of natural to you. Think of your favorite song. Think of a saying, you know, just whatever you can kind of keep that saying. What, what, what you, you sound like you have a saying, Chuck. What is it? Jerk, jerk, pause. Jerk, jerk, pause. <laughs> I, I thought you had like, <laughs> I love titties or like you had some. <laughs> Something, something in your mind you were thinking about you know man most of the time it's it's just muscle memory right now uh i have to sorry um she, she's showing them to me right now oh lord <laughs> but uh, yeah it, it, it's almost um uh i, I kind of like zone out a little bit you know uh just i have that my my muscle my muscle memory and then when i want to change from that that's when i kind of have to think okay i need to let it pause a little longer or i need to try something different yeah. um a, i think the normal the, is is jerk jerk pause that's what usually yeah. everybody does one two and, three pause yep yeah you, you and you can change it up like you like i said you can do whatever you want to with it it's, but what just what just it, throw it <laughs> yeah what is important though is when you're doing those jerks mm, not yep. not to move the jerk bait with the line jerk the like, slack you gotta jerk the slack yep jerk the slack you, you never want to pull the, the jerk bait with your uh with your rod tip because I've, those I've, jerk, I've seen yeah. them and they'll turn off of it immediately yeah they'll turn as, off as of soon it, as yep. they see it kind of wiggle 
it, it's that, that fish is he's suspicious and he, he's not going to do anything with it. It's so weird, don't I? I don't know the science behind it, but it, yeah, if you jerk, jerk, and you and you like do something where you kind of just move that line and you pull that lure a little bit, they or if the wind's blowing. It. Yep, yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure it's on slack line, and it there. And if you watch them underwater videos, like you can see where it, it's there's a difference on how it looks when you just jerk it on slack line. It really darts and it yeah. stops. Yeah, the the mega bass. They have a good like side to side erratic action, uh, but I can't remember. There's one that almost like turns around, and it might be the Hank Cherry. Like it almost does a 360 if you if you jerk it perfectly on the slack line. Um, there you yeah. go. Well, I might hold y'all up too long. Is there anything else I missed? There's there's one more thing I want to say. If you're jerk baiting a lot, you're gonna get fatigue. Is build your forearm muscles up. Get Look something like this. Look at this There's, son of a bitch. He's got like, it, he's got a it, jerk yeah. bait workout. It, 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 it's a dumbbell, eight pound or a seven pound dumbbell attached to a rope tied to a stick. Mm, and you, you let it fall down. It used to be a baseball workout. You roll it up and you and you roll it up with your hands. And it, it really strengthens your forearm muscles because if you're jerking all day, uh you yeah, it, you get, you're gonna get it, tired. <laughs> and you know, anything you can do that, you know, they have the the little grip things for your hand like hand strength yeah. do that too like if you're driving to the lake just you know hey, that's that, that, if, if i was a newbie on the other side i'd be like man that's just too much just give me a crankbait <laughs> yeah <laughs> well this is advanced yeah Bro, you, you gotta work out for this technique this is crazy yeah i'm telling you yeah. give me a top works. water God, give, give me a one of those uh what hellraiser yeah <laughs> there yeah. you go and, and any of the easy top waters sure. whopper plopper yeah, there you go. That's what I mean. Give me a whopper flopper, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, right. no, yeah, that's pretty much it for my part as far as jerk baits. You know, I guess in, in summing it up is make sure your rod combo is good because yep. that the lightness, uh, you know, light equipment usually costs more, and so it, that's the part that's going to cost you twelve, eight to twelve pound test line. Um, our Look top choices are going to be the Jackal, the Mega Bass, uh, Lucky Craft. You know, um, and then he gave Mark you a chunk. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then your hooks, I swap them out on my on the on the mega bass ones. So if you if you're targeting like big fisheries that have like a lot of big fish, I, I recommend changing them out. But you definitely can play them out with the regular hooks. Absolutely, those hooks are sharp. They're actually pretty good. You don't really need to change them out. Uh, but if you start messing, if you start dabbling with changing hooks, you just know that you really have to pay attention to what you're doing because you start messing with the suspense rate on those things. Yeah, I weigh all my rods. I don't know if you guys can see. Yeah. But I have a little scale and I literally this weigh is every why rod. He won I'm, Angler of the Year last year. <laughs> this is why. I, the perfect jerkbait rod is around four ounces, in my opinion. Uh, the X Prod 610 is 3.9 ounces. The Corrado 610 is 3.9 ounces. Uh, one that I didn't mention yet, and I will, because it's a really good one and I like it a lot, is the Phoenix Feather uh, 69. It's actually a medium heavy, but I don't know if you guys know this, but Phoenix is probably like a half power or a whole power lower than what they say. Is that a so glass? No, no, it, it's a it's a regular graphite or a um, or a 
you know, like a blend, right? I was thinking composite. Composite. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly. I, I want to say that they're just normal, uh, like uh, like uh, graphite rods. Uh, yeah. But, Phoenix uh, actually makes some really nice rods. I have it, them. Yeah. It's a six nine medium heavy. Uh, and it's 150 bucks too. Like it's, wow. and, and it is, uh, I think three ounces. <laughs> that's how much that rod weighs. That's, uh, yeah. For my real, that's not a, com- that's not a composite then if it's three ounces. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, let's see. I have it written down. Yeah. It's three, 3.1 ounces is how much that weighs. Wow. So, uh, another thing, uh, you know, I think we already talked about this, but the real guys, there's SLXs for a hundred bucks. They're they're light, but anything less than seven ounces is what I consider a, a good jerkbait reel. Those out of barons are like five ounces, um, but you just want something that your palm that you can grip, what, whatever yeah. kind of fits your hand size. Uh, because if you get something too big or too small, that will also cause some wrist fatigue. Uh, so you want to like everyone's different when it comes to to the reel, uh, from what I've seen. But that seventy to and 50 it doesn't size matter school, how much you bench press at the, at oh, the yeah. gym. It doesn't matter because trust me, I used to go to the gym and I was, you know, fit. And man, you would still get an, um, uh, an arm pump on yep. doing all that stuff. But I, I and I think Chuck, I don't know if you agree with me, but when the real selection, I I like the shallow spool. Yep, yeah, that fifty because, size uh, spool. Yep. Yeah, because the more line you put, the heavier it makes the combo. You know. Yep. So. Exactly. Yep. Makes sense for sure. It's all right, science, well, man. It's mm-hmm. Science. Well, there you go. Well, we. Before I let you go, give you a chance to shout out any sponsors, anybody that makes fishing easier for you. Chuck, we'll start with you, man. Uh, you, number one is uh, Pilar, my wife. Right. Uh, without her, you know, I couldn't be doing this right now. I couldn't be out there, you know, throwing jerk baits all the time and spending her hard-earned money on these mega pests. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our, her, our, our hard-earned money, I guess. But, uh, you know, thank my family, uh, God. You know, uh, you, Dan, for, you know, having me on. Uh, you've been a big part of me coming to the kayak fishing world. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been, uh, me all the time. It's, it's been good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me Scruffy. <laughs> yeah. And I gave him my dang dog. <laughs> Damn, you give him your dog. That's, that's, a yeah. that's, a. well, my, him, his, I don't know. My, my kid and Scruffy didn't really get along and. He just needed a better home. Now we have a big, <laughs> stupid dog that just doesn't do anything. Well, Scruffy and Cece are best friends, so uh, I'll, I'll send you some pictures later. It worked out. Rolando, nice. how about you, man? Yeah, man, uh, same thing, Chuck. From I mean, like Chuck mentioned, man, my wife, you know, thank God that she uh, lets me do the fishing stuff. And then, of course, I have a little tackle shop here in San Antonio. They got a website, too, that you guys can visit. They carry a lot of the stuff that I fish with, you know, so Outdoor Alphas, uh, Fish and Tackle uh, Shop. And then uh, J Rods custom builds and repairs. I get a little bit, you know, I have a custom rod for my jerk bait, so I had him build it. <clears throat> and uh, and of course Z Pro, you know, that's right, Z Pro, Z Pro. They got they hooked me up with the uh, the power for my yak, man, and uh, makes my life easier, you know, because uh, those things are pretty reliable. I haven't had any issues with them, and uh, I'm just wait. I created a battery box out of there too, so I got a volt 60 amp right now that i'm all excited about because it's just it's just a one play and plug deal now Man, so nice. before i used to have a battery in the back that i get powered life scope with and then one in the front that would power everything else and yep, yep. <clears throat> now it's just one plug and play and it's kind of nice so that's are, pretty are, much it are you using separate batteries for your 
I'm like I, I keep seeing more people saying where for their graph and for their live scope, they're using two different. But I don't know. I don't own live scope, so uh, I don't know. So do. I'll tell you right now. For the longest time, I was using two separate batteries till just like a week ago, and now I was using two 12 volts, 10 amps bridged together, and I was powering them in the back straight just to my live scope, and then I had a 12 volt 30 amp that was just powering my graph. Yeah. Uh, now I have two 12 volt 30 amps bridged together that power everything. And I, yesterday, I, uh, yes, Sunday, yeah, yesterday I was out fishing. I didn't notice a difference on my live scope. It looked the same. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I do separate batteries on mine, but the only reason is because I keep my black box under my seat in case you know I have a buddy who wants to put the live scope on his bass boat or whatever. Then I can actually take it off my kayak. So. If you do the same battery, you have to drill the hole for the uh, black box cord uh, to come to the to the graph. So it's kind of like when, once it's in there, it's really hard to take it out. Uh, that's the only reason I do it right now. Yeah. Uh, maybe this year I'll win something, win some win some more tournaments, and then I'll. Ask and you win. always win at least Dan, one. Dan, do you have do you have live scope, Dan? No, not yet. Uh, He's got the ninety three though. That's all he needs. Got the ninety three. Whenever we went all of our money with the KFL, I went like trailer and everything. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck went electronic. So I had my trailer and my boxes, my rod box and all that set up now. Now I just need some more money for that. So Yeah, well, hopefully we all have a good year this year, man. Because uh, right. every year it's I feel be like fun. it just it gets more competitive every year, man. And it just yeah. feels like it gets tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah we get more and more basketball guys coming over here, you know. Uh, <laughs> I went to uh, I posted on social media and everybody's like ah whatever, uh, dude. Boats are so expensive. It's oh yeah yeah. I mean, you know, Hobie, Titan, Graphs, everything else. I get that's expensive. There was a Sea Arc, a freaking Sea Arc. This is like the night. You know, it's not like top end. It was, it was not awesome. I'll say mid range at best. Forty-five thousand with a one fifteen, yeah. and that was on sale for the boat show. Forty-five thousand dollars. They done lost their minds. Then insurance, they, you got to finance it. So then you got interest rate, and then you got to put gas on it. Then you got maintenance. Then you got all the other stuff you have to keep. Oh, dude, it's a lot of money. Yeah, dude. and one fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. You get smoke everybody. Be, yeah, you're, you're gonna get the scraps uh, every time you go to a tournament. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're, just you're gonna be like last in your yeah. spot. <laughs> that's a, yeah, and that's not including including good electronics. Then you gotta have a power pole. Then you gotta have like, you know, battery the power pole charge deal. And all yeah. the lithium batteries to power the that battery. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. No that's man, I'm, I'm I came from the boat side. I'm until I can't pedal anymore, I'll probably just go to a autopilot then. But until then, <laughs> man, I'm in a kayak. I'm. I'm good. Yeah, it's so much fun. That that's real life. I'm I'm just never going back. Yeah, oh. no, I'm enjoying my kayak, man. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I bought the kayak in in you know to uh, buy me some time to get a boat, and then after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm having too much fun. <laughs> I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah, I scratch it. It 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 feels. I mean, I don't. If you're listening to this, I don't have to sell you on kayak fishing, but. It just, it's a different experience. I, I really enjoy it. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was the same as Rinaldo, uh, as Rolando. Uh, 
I started out with a cheap Academy bow too. And, uh, you know, once you go yak, you don't go back. No. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, all I appreciate right, it. We'll leave you alone. Yeah. Thank y'all for watching <laughs> and And we'll see y'all again next week. All, all right, thanks, man. man. Appreciate it guys. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. you.